Thanks for tuning in to the World XP Podcast. If you're enjoying the content, please drop us up, drop a like, and let us know your thoughts below in the comments. Also, please consider supporting our podcast via the link below. It really helps us out. Chris, welcome to the World XP Podcast. Happy to have you here. How are you doing? Appreciate it, man. Uh, I know that we were talking about this for a while, and well, I'm happy that, that we made it happen, though. So thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, of course. So you started your own podcast. And when I saw that pop up, I was like, because you would ask me some questions. You're like, oh, do you need a mic? Do you need a this? Do you need a that? And I was like, nah, dude, just start. And then you started and you're what, like 20, 30 episodes in or something like that? Uh, I'm 65 right now. Oh, well, I've clearly yeah. not been paying any attention. <laughs> I, do, I do remember that I came to you asking because I didn't know, you know, like how to, how to edit my podcast or how to, you know, do all the things that I needed to do. And I remember that I came to you and I asked you all those questions out. I remember that we were at the field or we were training the um, the back team. Yeah, yeah. Kusuli wasn't there that day, and um, we were training him. And I came to you, and then you told me just use just use Zoom um things like that. <laughs> and it was um it was funny. <laughs> it was funny because after that day, I started doing a lot of research. You know, like what 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 softwares can I use to you know to just uh, edit it or just to record it and things like that. And and I think like a month or two, like a month or two, I came out with it. Yeah, dude. So what what made you want to start or like what got piqued your interest? In podcasting? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, bro. Like when I first started learning about, you know, like personal development and all the stuff that I've been learning for the past two years and a half, I was like really on it, you know, like I was hungry for it. I was hungry for knowledge. I was hungry for, you know, just getting better at everything that I do. And it just like take my life more, take my life more seriously. And I was, I was studying a lot though, you know, I was studying a lot of, a lot, a lot of personal development and it got to the point that I felt like I had a lot of knowledge, you know, like I felt like my mind was, you know, I, I, like I was, it was, it got to a point that I couldn't even sleep for all the ideas and all the things that I wanted to, you know, like talk about and, and just to spread the word, you know, like um, nowadays, I think like personal development is getting more, you know, like more famous or like more people are, are, are actually taking the time to, to learn about themselves and, you know, and, and, and just to get better in general. And, you know, I just wanted to, you know, share all the knowledge that I have. I just wanted to, you know, like just to help people as much as I can. And, and just to get things out of my mind, but to be honest, like, um, I'm a thinker, you know, I think a lot in podcasting has been one of those things that have been helping me, you know, just to get my mind clear and, um, and talk about stuff. And also though, you know, like I reflect on it, you know, like when I talk about certain things, you know, like it's like, I'm talking to people, but I'm talking to myself at the same time, you know, like I go back to listen to my episodes and I'm like, okay, so I said this shit, you know, like I gotta, you know, um, I gotta, you know, put the work as well and just keep, keep, you know, it, it keeps me, you know, keep, it, it keeps me like going, keep, keep going straight, keep going in my path. And every time when I'm not feeling, you know, like the, my, my, my best self or, or, or I'm not feeling weak or things like that, like I said, I just go back and listen to all my episodes and, and it's me, you know, so it reminds me, you know, like all the work that I put and all the things that I'll be doing. So like, that's why, that's why like, I, 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 I felt like I kind of needed it to do, you know, a podcast. So, yeah, you know? I feel you, dude, it's almost like journaling in, in a, in a way, like 
100%. especially if there's something you're interested in. Like, so yours is just you. You don't have guests on, right? No, I don't. Yeah. So yours is just you. So you're kind of almost just journaling to yourself. And for me, it's kind of the same. Like if I have something I'm interested in or I want to explore, like I reach out to somebody in that, in that field or whatever, and we can have a conversation, but yeah, dude. then it's like, it's therapeutic in a way, a little bit. It's like you get your thoughts and ideas out there and then you kind of, another thing that comes with it is you learn how to communicate with, for me with people but like you're learning how to form your thoughts into like coherent um coherent sentences and that's cool it's something that i've realized i guess the last i don't know i didn't really realize it at first but like about a year or two in i started realizing like oh i can actually talk to people now um (laughs) that's cool it's it's a it's a it's a skill that like is tough to frame a question or a statement in a way that to say like what you actually want to say and to use the right words and all that stuff. And it's like a, it's an, it's a space where you can explore ideas with in real time. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're absolutely right. Like it is definitely a skill because you know, like if you listen to my first episode, you know, I was like nervous and you know, like I didn't, like I didn't, I think that I didn't say everything that I wanted to say because, you know, I kept recording and I keep deleting it. And I was like, it doesn't sound the way I want it to sound. Like, I thought it was going to be easy. I thought I was you know, going to get on the mic and just talk about shit and things like that, you know. And and it wasn't, you know, like, it took me it took me a while to start getting used to it. And, like, to because, like I said, I had so many thoughts, so many ideas. But, like, when it comes to the actual talking and the actual sentences, like, it was so hard to, you know, like, Put him like in a in, in a concrete way, and you know like uh, and try to like spread out the message the way I want it. So yeah, it's definitely a skill, and it definitely takes time to you know like, to communicate your ideas in a in a good way where people can really understand it. You know, and now yeah. like yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Now I look back to it, and I'm like, okay, so yeah, and like 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 you said, like now I can talk to people. You know, like it's definitely. Yeah. A skill. And then it helps with coaching and training too. You oh gotta, yeah, because you, yeah. you got to communicate with the parents and the kids and and everything. And for also, we haven't said that the your podcast is called the Mindset Switch. So you guys should check it out. There'll be a link in the in the description to that, of course. But it help like it helps you communicate with parents. Like for me at work, it helps communicate, frame ideas in in different ways. And I don't know. It's just like it's just a good a good thing. And yeah. and also it holds you accountable, right? If you got a schedule, like I don't. Do you have a set schedule that you do? Uh, usually I record like on Saturdays or Sundays. You know, like um, it's hard for me to do it do it, uh, do it during the week because of the training and the coaching and everything. So I try to do it either Saturday or Sunday, but I don't yeah. really have a schedule. Yeah, but when you set like, so for me, they'll come out Mondays, Monday mornings, um just because of the nature of what is long form so sometimes people will listen to it during when they're driving to work or like whatever and so i try to put it out at like monday morning it's a good people have the week to like catch up on it or whatever but it holds me accountable to something that's not just me and what i want to do if that makes sense yeah. uh it's like a discipline thing as well that i've noticed i don't know if you've noticed that as well with yours yeah, definitely 100%, you know, I gotta agree with that, because, you know, when I first started the podcast, I would just do it in English, you know, like, because I was like, it's a lot, it's a lot of recording, and I don't want to, you know, overwhelm myself and do both languages, Spanish and English, 
And when I in, when I decided to do it, like both, like the translation in Spanish, I was like, there's no coming back, you know, like I already, I can't just do English. Now it's like, I got to do both, you know, like English. Yeah. Spanish, it definitely holds me accountable and definitely gives me like, um, helps me with discipline, you know, like there's no way, like there's no way that I can go back and just do one now. It's just, I got to do both and it got to come out every week. And that's just what it is, you know? So yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah, and exactly. I, I want, yeah. I wanted to go back with something that you said though about, definitely makes you better with coaching and that is that is that is true though a lot because i noticed that my coaching and uh every time that i train people now i communicate with, better with them you know like my ideas are more like uh more concrete and i can it definitely made me a better coach though in general you know podcasting has helped me being a better coach because like now i'm not afraid to talk you know like i think mm. that i think we all been in that position especially when you're coaching though you know like sometimes uh, we are afraid to say some things just because we don't know if that's the right thing or, you know, like we don't know how to communicate it. And even when, sometimes when even with parents are watching you, you know, like when there's more people around you, you know, like I think, I think we all been in that position where we just be afraid to say some things, you know, like, or just like be ourselves. You know? But podcasting has helped me and just when I'm coaching, just be myself and then just, you know, just go, just go with it. And uh, don't worry about anything. Just, just so it definitely has improved my coaching a lot. Though. When did you? Is Spanish your first language? Spanish is your first language, right? Yeah, Spanish is my first. Language. So, like, obviously, your English is super good, but you don't. I feel like this helps you. You could correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I feel like yeah. communicating in English in a way, in a more formal way, has helped with the parents as well because there's things that like. Um, it's easier. It's becoming easier for you to talk to parents in a way like when you're in like a heat of a situation. And the parents are saying one thing, and they only know English. Like sometimes, would your brain like before, and you were in a difficult situation or like an argument or something, would your brain revert back to Spanish, and you had to like translate it in your head to English I, to like say it? Yeah, at the beginning, yeah. Like I would say, like the first, like I came to the U.S. when I was eighteen. You know, mm -hmm. like so I had to learn English. At that age, I was already grown. So, you know, my Spanish was like really deep inside of me. So like at the beginning, I, I would say the first the first four years, it was it was like that, you know, like I had to translate it in my mind from Spanish to English and then I could communicate it though. After that, you know, like I don't I don't do that anymore, you know, like I don't I don't translate that anymore. It's more natural um, now. Yeah, it just naturally comes yeah. it comes it comes in um so, you know, yeah, it was, it was like, it was like that for a while, you know, like sometimes I had to think really, like I had to just take a little break just to think how to, how to, how to say some things. But um, yeah, it doesn't, I, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Cause for me, I was thinking back to like when I was in Mexico, I hadn't used, or when um Kevin's, Kevin's friend, the guy from El Salvador was here and I hadn't oh yeah, yeah. Used Spanish in forever. Like I was thinking like, I didn't remember. I know you came to the U.S. like later, but in my head, I was like, you only like, you can only learn or learn the language by using it. Yeah. 100%. So I was like, if you were still in that stage where you were still kind of, it was becoming more natural. Doing a podcast in English would be huge for that. Um, I was like, if I was doing one in Spanish, which I'm not going to do because mine's conversation, because <laughs> <Are you, but, laughs> mine's conversational, is a conversation. 
Um, I, I, I remember that, that when, when Kevin's friend came to the practice and uh, mm. he was talking Spanish, you understood pretty much everything, though. Yeah, yeah. It's the speaking part. But, yeah. Like, I, I can I understand everything, but, like, or for most things, but it's the speaking part. And it's the same thing with, like, communicating when your vocabulary is limited. Like, you can only communicate a limited number of things. Um and you learn like new words and stuff when you're doing things because there's differences between like like joy and happiness right like those are two slightly different things and then most people use them interchangeably and like that's fine like it conveys what you want to convey for the most part but there's like little instances where you actually mean one or the other and that yeah. distinction becomes important at some points and to like ha be yeah. able to speak that distinction. So like when I'm speaking in Spanish, like in my vocabulary is super limited. It's like I can I can convey what I want to convey. Like I can get the idea across, but like maybe not in the way that I want it to. Yeah. And and you know that as well when you're like switching back and forth during a conversation. It's like there's only so many like there's only so far you can go. It's like and the limit is like on the soccer field, ordering food at a restaurant or like, where's the bathroom? Like, that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of where you're at, you know? Yeah. It's good though. Yeah. I remember when he was there, I was like, oh shit, I need to practice my Spanish. Yeah, again, yeah 100%. You know, I, I would say that I have, it's, I, I would say that I have two personalities, you know, like I have this, this Spanish one and I have the English one because like, mm. there's seven things that I can communicate in Spanish, like, but not with the same intensity that I would like to communicate in English, you know, like, and, and, and vice versa, you know, I can communicate something really well in Spanish and in English. And then when I want to translate it, you know, like, it's not, it's not the same, you know? So like, I have, I, I always say that I have two personalities, you know, like my English personality. And then my Spanish one is like, my Spanish is like, it's like my main one when it comes to, you know, like when I, when I, when I'm doing things that I shouldn't be doing, you know, like my Spanish, you know, kick in and I'm like, bro, you, you tripping, you know, you gotta, you gotta go back to your shit. You're like, stop, yeah. stop doing those things, you know, like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's always in the back of my head, you know, like just keeping me, keeping me on my toes and just, and just keeping me, you know, doing the things that I'm supposed to do. And, um, it's weird, you know, because, like, I talk to myself in both languages now. Like, I talk to myself in English, That's and hilarious. I talk to myself in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, man. My brain, my brain sometimes be, you know, be be thinking about, like, why do I do that? I switch switch up to English and then to Spanish, and I keep going back and forth, back and forth. It's good, though. It keeps, you, it keeps your brain active. The other thing that you mentioned that's cool is, like, you words don't translate translate directly sometimes between language yeah. and language so sometimes you want to say a thing and you can only you only know that word in spanish like yeah. um when i watch like the bundesliga or whatever for example they'll have one word that describes like a feeling or a or like a a phrase or like a sentiment of of a group of people like they'll have one word to describe like like a, a whole thing that happened which i which it, that's not words do that yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's like, once you know those words and understand, like, what it actually describes, yeah. like, it's not, there's not a, like, a one-for-one -one translation. Yeah. yeah. So, that's the cool thing about language, too. Different cultures figure out different words for different things because it means, like, some means something to them and their culture and what they're yeah. doing. So, that's a cool thing as well. I realize that in Mexico, there's, like, words for different, um, like situations that like don't have direct translations in English. There's not that many from English to Spanish, but like other languages, there's more. 
Yeah, it's just like it's it's just like more like a more like the vibe, you know, like the vibe that it gives you, you know, like um, Kevin and I, we always we always say that we can we can course out people in Spanish really well. Like we will say so many things that, but when it comes to English, you know, like we don't, it's not, it's not the same, you know, like it's not the yeah. same. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy how language can be, you know? Yeah, for sure. So you and Kevin have, shout out to Kevin, by the way, where he's um our friend that was working with Chris. They've got the, there you go. F- FC training, training grounds. They've started this. They've started this um, training business. Um, I don't want to go into. We don't have to go into all that stuff. But like, what? How have you guys found it so far? Have you like building clients and and just like you're on your own, like working for yourselves? Like, how have you found that? It's just, um, you know, like it got to the point where we, we like we wanted to do, you know, our own platform, you know, like our own, you know, like way of coaching, way of training, you know, like when you're working for somebody, like it's, you know, you need to, you know, like pretty much do their own way of training, you know, and things like that. Um, it's really rare the places that I just let you do whatever you want to do, but like it's still, you still got to be like tied up to the roots, you know, and things like that. So like, like Kevin and I, we've been friends for the past 10 years, bro. Like I met him as soon as I got here. We went to high school together. And we always been in soccer, you know. We we always been in soccer. I've been playing soccer my whole life, Kevin too. And we just wanted to develop, you know, like that platform where we can, you know, train our own training style, our own coaching style, where we can just help people like soccer players and just uh, regular people in, in, in general, just to to be better, you know, like to be, be better at movement, be better at the sport or just feel better, you know, throughout the days and, and things like that. And um, it's definitely been, a, it's definitely been a hassle and it's definitely been, you know, like part of the challenge because, you know, like we don't have anybody that is just like, here, Chris, you know, like take this client or, um, or you can go out there, this, uh, this, uh, um, you can go to this place to get some new clients and things like that. I know we gotta, we gotta do that ourselves, you know, like we gotta, keep ourselves on our toes and keep, 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 keep trying to grow the business and keep, keep being, you know, creative. Cause I think that's one of the main things when it comes to, you know, like, like having your own business and, you know, like do your own thing, like you gotta be creative, you know, like you gotta come out with ideas and you gotta try them out. If it don't work, then it don't work out. And then you just gotta go back to the basics and keep, you know, keep trying ideas, keep being creative. Um, there's definitely the other part where like you don't have anybody that is telling you anything. So that 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 can go that can backfire as well because if you don't have the discipline, you know, like if you don't if you don't know what you want, if you don't know exactly the, the things that you want to build, it's like you're gonna be lost, you know, because you don't have anybody telling you, hey, you gotta do this, or um, it's better if you do it this way, or you know, like oh that didn't look good, you know, things like that. You gotta keep yourself accountable. You gotta you know, keep that discipline in the back of your head so you can, you know, keep moving forward. And yeah, it gets and it, it gets it gets hard sometimes, you know, because so, sometimes like you say, like it's like we don't you don't feel like doing things. You know, we all been in those days, like you don't feel like doing anything. You know, sometimes we just you just tired, you know, like things in general and and if you don't show up for yourself and then like nobody will, you know. 
So yeah. it's definitely been a hassle with that. But um, we were managing, you know, we were managing and uh, we keep moving forward, which that's the that's the main thing, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. I noticed that when I went into to your old place and kind of worked with you guys for a few days, and then obviously I got my my other job and stuff. But yeah, um, it's interesting, you know, it's interesting the people that have managed to do that and create something to work for themselves have all had that sort of drive, like having there's some level of safety to just having a, a job and a paycheck that is, is good. And for me, when I watch you guys do it and I'm like, yeah, that's really interesting. I kind of like my, like different people have different personalities. I realized this also like after, after I talked with you guys was like, yeah, you know, like sometimes entrepreneurship is, is not for everybody. Like there's some, like I was telling Jenna the other day, I was like, I feel like I'm a number two, not like a number one to go start something. I feel like I'm the guy that the number one would be like lean on for reliability and and advice and somebody they can trust rather than like start it. Like, cause there's a lot of risk, right? So like, people are more risk-taking than others and I'm not naturally like a super big risk taker. Um, and you, so you guys have to take all that risk on, which is something that I find admirable because I'm not that naturally inclined to do that. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It definitely makes sense. And like you said, like there's different personalities, you know, like, and you know, like, yeah, it definitely, it definitely is. It's just what it is, you know, like, it is that the risk the risk is there you know like it is really risky because like i said like you don't have it's just you you know it's just yeah. you basically it's just you and 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 if you don't put the work and then you don't you don't you don't eat you know like it's basically like that you don't put the work you don't eat so i think that yeah not not it's not for everybody but like i think that if you put yourself in that position and then you know that you, you got things that you need to pay you know that you you you, you still got to you know, uh, take care of your family. You will find a way. You know, like that's just what I think. I think that's just what it is. You will find a way, and, and you will work your ass off because you know you have responsibilities. And yeah, um, yeah. and that's you know that's that's one of the things that 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 has helped me. You know, like that I have responsibilities. You know, and so I need to you know put the work. Same with Kevin. You know, like he has responsibilities on his own, so he knows he needs to put the work. Yeah, for sure. And I noticed that. Do you know who Patrick Bet David is? No. He's a big podcaster. He runs like uh it's called Valuetainment. Um in like the insurance and he's got like a insurance business and stuff. But the reason I brought up the entrepreneurship was he talks in his podcast sometimes like and I didn't realize this until I was just scrolling through the comments while listening to one of his things. And one of the comments was like, Pat, you gotta realize that not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. And I was like, like it's such a simple comment. But it's yeah. one that was like, oh, yeah, like when you're in that mindset and that's like the only way to exist, then like you view everything through that <laughs> through that way. Yeah. And even like I was viewing everything that way because I'm like a, I guess you would call it like a self-starter, I guess, or whatever the word you want to call it. Like I'm yeah. wired that way a little bit, but without the risk and it, yeah. without the risk taking, you don't really have like the... I don't know, like I've started because I've started my own training thing and I've started this and I've started other yeah. various other things. But yeah, so like the work ethic is is there, but the risk of taking the jump is like there's different ways to do it. 
but yeah, yeah. I mean, guys, I mean, right. you work, you work your way up to it, you know, because like when it comes to the podcast, I thought about my podcast about like for like nine months, bro. Like I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do a podcast, but you know, I kept bullshitting. Like I didn't. I kept pushing that back, pushing that back, and it got to the point like, bro, you know, I need to, I need to start doing it, you know, like. You, I, you kept saying you, you, you kept saying that you're gonna do it, and then you keep doing, and you keep pushing it back, and like it took me like nine months, you know, like to actually, you know, develop my, my logo, and you know, like put everything together, just because you know I didn't want to take the risk, you know, like I was, you know, like afraid of what people would say, you know, or just how I'm gonna sound, you know, things like that. The same with coaching, you know, like I yeah. was when it comes to coaching, you know, I was, I was a little afraid when it comes to coaching, you know, like how am I gonna you know, like express my ideas of how I'm gonna teach these people this and that. You know, like it's definitely the 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 fear is always gonna be there. You know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. one thing that it, I think it will never go away. The fear is always gonna be there. I still feel fear when it comes to doing a lot of things. You know, especially when I have new soccer players coming in um, that are higher level. You know, like I still have the fear that I might fuck up. You know, like that I might not. Uh, be the best fit but you know i push that fear back and i just i just keep moving i just move forward and 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 if it turn out well and then i learn if it doesn't turn out well then i learn more you know yeah failure is the best teacher honestly but then i I was mentioning this to somebody i forgot it's in a clip somewhere but you have to take like when you fail or experience a setback or something it's important to like reflect on it and then actually take the lesson and then actually apply it. So f- for you, like when you're podcasting, one of the reasons why I think your podcast is so effective is because you're living all that stuff every day. You're not just sitting, you're not just like sitting behind a mic saying it and then like fucking off basically. Like you're actually going, you're actually going to like, you're living it. And then another thing as you mentioned, like with your logo, there's a certain level of like, it's never going to be perfect. But yeah. at some point you just got to put it out to the world and see like what happens um i think a lot of people get nervous like oh i can't put this thing out to whatever because it's not perfect and like most things things are never going to be perfect it's just the way that it is but there's like you you spend like one hour getting it to 95 percent, and then like you spend 10 hours getting to 96 percent, and then another 10 hours getting this like at a certain point like where's the time the time to effort scale yeah. like the it it doesn't fit anymore and you got to just throw it throw out the 90 percent solution or the 95 percent solution like and that's that is, tough and that's uh, tough too because there's people like in school like when you're going through school here in the especially in like northern virginia um and they're like the teachers are saying like oh perfection like get hundreds get a's get all this stuff and i'm sitting there like no i'm good with b pluses or whatever and i like (laughs) do the right but it's like that's a thing that has helped me in life and didn't help me in school and it's like a lot of people are have that drilled into them from school and they never get out of it and it's super hard to make that shift like that yeah that mindset switch switch, exactly (laughs) Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, bro. Like, I remember that when I first started, um, you know, just making the podcasting, I wanted to be, I wanted everything to be so perfect, you know, and like, I wanted everything to sound good. I wanted everything to be look good. And even your be, first episode, you re recorded. Even my it. first episode, yeah. It, like, I remember that it took me like five hours to record like nine minutes, you know, because I kept deleting. And I think that is so. 
it's so crazy because like we as you know like humans like we picture something in our minds when it comes to you know anything you know the idea that how we want it to look like and in our minds it looks good you know it looks great it looks like it's going to be a hit and everything but when you actually like put it in you know in in the real world and in, in, in the actual reality you know and it don't look the way that you want it to look and that's where like we keep being so like we're trying to keep being so perfect because you're like we want to keep we want to keep the same image that we saw in our brains and our minds and we want it to look the same the same exact, the same exact way and that's why we keep you know keep doing things i think that that's what that, that, that was what one of the things we mean you know i wanted to look the exact way it's the same exact way and it was not working, you know, like it was not working. So I'm like, just fuck it. You know, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to throw it out there. And eventually I'm going to keep, 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 keep getting better. And it's going to get better, you know? Yeah. But it's time. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about that as well. Like you're kind of opening yourself up to judgment from the rest of the, like the rest yeah. of the world. And that is not super comfortable. Yeah. Um, to to do that like people don't like to be rejected or face like um ridicule from like their community yeah. at large and when you do something like a podcast or whatever and you throw it out there to the the whole internet like the internet is not a fun place <laughs> like, <laughs> like people are people are mean you get roasted. on the internet uh, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. and you're you're like here you go here i am internet roast me and like that's not yeah. like that can be yeah it's like it's a for like for your first episode i remember i was lucky with my like the the way that i do these that there's no redo because once you get a guest like you can't be like hey can we uh re-record that question that i just asked you like you gotta just do it and put it out there and then forget about it honestly like I listen to some of them back or some segments back when I'm doing timestamps for clips and things like that. But like, I just throw it out there and I move on, honestly, just like, cause there's no use dwelling about it. It's already out there at, at some point. Like, so I don't know for you, it makes sense. Like you got a specific idea you want to convey this week and you're like, no, I didn't ex- exactly convey it right this time. It's like, all right, that like, that makes sense. But at a certain point, it's like, just, like, yeah go. exactly yeah at the same point you just you just gotta let it go you know you just gotta go with the flow literally like when we're not we're not really sit down and get on the mic you know like i just forget about everything and i just get on the flow because if i start thinking you know like oh i should have said that oh i should have said it this way it, it fuck up the whole flow you know like so i just yeah. go with the flow and i just go with you know like i don't i don't i used to I used to write my ideas, you know, I used to write my ideas and I just script it and this is what I'm going to say and it has to be this way, I'm going to say this way, I'm going to say this and that and all that, but like, I don't do that anymore, you know, I just go with the flow, I sit down and just go with the flow and go with what I learned, basically, you know, life things. Yeah, that comes from experience as well for you, you've been doing it for 60 whatever episodes now and people also can tell when it's not scripted, like, I was listening to... I don't remember. It's, for those listening, I look tired. It's because I, cause I am. We had an <laughs> arena game last night. And I don't remember what exactly what it was. Um, but they were saying, like, these late-night um, shows, like Fallon and, and all them are scripted, and they'll have people that will, like, hold up cards that'll say, like, you're supposed to clap now or you're supposed to laugh now. And it's like – and the 
like the banter between like whoever's sitting there and like the you know like Conan has that had that Andy guy that was sitting on the chair and all the episodes like their banter was scripted like none of it was real and like people can tell at a certain point that it's not genuine and so like even if you don't know these things right there's all there was always that like when you watch like Jimmy like Jimmy uh who's the one with the one of them has the super fake laugh or whatever like you know you're like all right dude that wasn't that funny like why are you laughing like that like it just feels off people can tell when it's not like authentic or genuine and it's like it's a weird thing that we're wired to do because like i've never been in show business but i never liked those shows because i was like it seemed not real like there's something like in the back of your mind that you just know yeah, no, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. You can, yeah, and like I said, like it, when when I start when I, when when I go back and listen to the ones that I used to script it, you know, like and the ones that I record now, it's just like I can tell, you know, yeah, yeah. Even though I mean I know myself, but you know, I can tell that I, that that I was reading or you know it wasn't as organic as I wanted it to be. Even though even though it was my own ideas that I was writing down, you know, like it's still you know it was not. It was, it was, I mean, you can tell, like you said, it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, I definitely, I definitely um, agree with that. Yeah. It's not to say that writing down and preparing is not good. It's just, it's not, no, it's, it's knowing, it's knowing the format and the place yeah. for it. Like yeah. if you're going to give a specific presentation, like you won't be prepared for that. Yeah, like, 100%. Well, for something like this, you just want to like let it flow. Cause it makes it more, you go places you don't intend it to go. Like, I wasn't sitting here thinking that we were going to talk about the translation from English to Spanish. Like that was like, that just goes, it just goes there naturally. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That is true. Um, What is the biggest thing that you found training like adults, like not athletes? Like what, what have you found? Cause I, when I see some of the, like your social media stuff or whatever and i find myself doing this at at practice coaching is when somebody can't do something or won't do something in my head i'm like oh just do this like because you because i know the movement or i know whatever it is do you ever find yourself doing that with like people who are not athletes because i feel like even just the littlest of movements like wait how do you stretch your quad and like for us it's just something we just know because we do it every day all the time like you find yourself just like just do it like yeah. yeah you know like um i would say i do things now you know like um definitely patience you know like everybody is different you know like when it comes to you know just uh, normal general people you know not athletes in general you know like different like forms you know like perfect forms looks different for everybody you know like mm. Uh, my squat may not be the same way that you squat, you know, just because, you know, I could have like um, tighter hip flexors or, you know, like of different problems like that, that you may not have. So like perfect form looks different for everybody. So, you know, like when I learn, once I learned that thing, once I learned that different form looks different for everybody, you know, like it opened my eyes, you know, like now it's just like, I try just to be, you know, like try to, you know, just explain the way, my, explain, explain my way the best possible, you know, like, and 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 then see how it looks like. If it doesn't look right for me to like to me for some reason, and I just try to make some adjustments 
But like in general, you know, like I know, I know, like when when, when it comes, to, I would say like I struggle that I struggle with that when it comes to athletes more because you know, like um, I'm an athlete myself, you know, so like I want you to do it this way, you know, I want you to do it. Uh, or oh, oh, I picture it in my in my brain. I'm like, this is how it's supposed to look, you know. And um, in soccer, you know, like there's so many specific movements that you're supposed to do. Even though, even though you may be a different player, but you know, there's some basic things that everyone should know. You know, everyone should do this basic stuff that the 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 the, the foundation needs to be kind of like it's a it's it's a common foundation for everybody. You know, like it's a lot of common things that a soccer player should have. So you know, like. When athletes like that don't, you know, like with the the soccer kids don't do it, you know, like, yeah, it does, it does, you know, it used to, you know, it used to like send me a little bit, you know, because you're like, I'm telling you to do it this way, and, you know, like you're not doing so. But now I understand that uh, I need to find a way to, you know, make it possible for them, you know, like, like that's my job as a coach, you know, like showing showing them the way when they don't struggle much, when they think that it's so easy. To, to do it, you know, like so simple for them to do it. They don't have to struggle much, even though, you know, like I developed that my, myself, you know, like even though like it took me a while to, you know, like develop that myself, I'm giving you giving you a recipe where you can develop it super quick and it's not it's not as hard, you know, like I think that I think that's the whole job as, as, as being a coach, you know, like, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I find that kids sometimes guess, like when you tell them to do a thing and they guess at what they're supposed to be doing instead of listen. Um, like I was training one kid and doing hip flexor stretch and then like go out to the mm -hmm. side like this, but he was going to the wrong side. And instead of just telling him to switch sides, I was like, why are you going to that side? And we had, we like worked through it. Like, okay, you're stretching this part. Do you think it would stretch it more if you went this way or this way? Right. Uh, probably the other way. Okay. Well, why'd you do it the other way? Why'd you do it the first way? Uh, I don't know. It's like, but there's, they guess, like they, they see, like when you demonstrate a thing, they see you demonstrate the thing and they're like getting, getting to that point where your athletes can ask you questions and have that like, Hey, I don't understand this. Can you do it again? Or can you show me again? Is a, is a huge thing. Cause like we were talking about earlier, like sometimes you're scared to like say an idea or say a thing. And yeah. like when you're little, it's even, even more so. Um, there was one other thing actually I wanted to mention in the, during the game yesterday, my, I went in for a tackle. My leg was kind of like, like, you know, when you kind of lunge into in the ball, but you got to protect yourself. So like you go in kind of sideways. Yeah. So I did that like solid tackle, win the ball. And my foot is like angled like this. And the other kid's leg comes down like on in the middle of my like lower leg so not low enough to mess with the ankle but not high enough to mess with the knee it was like kind of lower but as i felt the impact go in i was like oh that held up like i felt all of the bulletproofing i've done for my ankle and my knee like work and like yeah. it hurts like shit this morning like i probably need like some to get it like loosened up or whatever but like yeah. the angle that it went like it would have been very easy for my ankle to like roll roll that way um and all the stuff that i've learned like talk about like injury prevention and some of those things because I, I was telling john in the car i was like i'm so happy i've been doing all this work with like the bosu ball and like all these different things like 
Like I felt it. I felt it strain and then hold, and I was like, "Yeah, yes." You know, it's, it's funny. It's funny that you said that injury prevention. You know, like uh, we I, I'm coaching Kevin and I. We coaching high school right now. Mm-hmm. We coaching uh, West Potomac, and um, the amount of people, the amount of kids that we have seen injured is insane. Though we 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 haven't even had our first game yet. We had a scrimmage last weekend. Last week. And we have like 10, 12 injuries like already. You know, quads, uh, hamstring, hip flexor, uh, groins, uh, calves, ankles, you know, like and that's the crazy part about, you know, like the 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 younger athletes that because I used to think the same way, you know, like I'm young, you know, I'm healthy, you know, like I shouldn't be doing, you know, injury prevention, I shouldn't be doing those things because I'm young, you know, like mm-hmm. but you know, that's why you get injured, you know, like that's why you keep getting injured because you 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 your muscles are not strong enough. Your ligaments are still developing. Um, you know, like your joints are still developing as well. You know, there's so much stuff. You know, like that that the 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 these young athletes don't know. That's why they keep getting injured. So that's why injury prevention is so important. You know, like especially for for athletes. You know, like that's one of the main things that you should be working on. Especially if you train. You train like three, four times a week, and you have games during the weekend. You know, like you should, you, you should implement some injury prevention training during the week. You know, like that's what soccer, like professional soccer athletes do. You know, like if you notice, like they do, they do conditioning like uh, before the session, before the technical session, and all. Sometimes they do injury prevention before the technical session and things like that. But like there's always injury prevention involved because you know, like the amount of stress that soccer put on our knees on our hips on our ankles on our muscles it's insane though like i didn't know that until like i got older you know like i played a game and i'm like oh shit this i'm this like i'm hurt right now like you know like just just really really like there's there's a lot of stress you know and and i didn't i i, I had to learn that the hard way you know like and that was one of the reasons why i wanted to you know like help the the, the young people you know like have less injuries, you know, learn more about their bodies. Because I know that I feel like if I would have known all everything that I know that now now about performance, you know, I would have avoided so many injuries though. Like yeah. So many knee injuries, so many things that I would have avoided. And probably, you know, like I would have taken my career in in, in a different in a higher level because of the injuries, you know, like and that's what I'm, you know, like I'm trying to teach now. And you know, just avoid all those things you know you don't have to get injured to learn you know like that's one of the main things you know like you don't have to experience this in your own body to learn you know yeah for sure like i had issues with my knee in college like tendonitis uh, like in the patellar tendon and all this like is still there from time to time but like Generally now I feel pretty good after games. I feel better after games now than I did when I was twenty one. And that's not like uh it's not supposed to be that way. <laughs> but yeah. but like all the work that you that you put in it goes it goes to show that and I try and do it with some with my teams, but like it's difficult because it seems like a trivial thing and like trivial motion and, and the motions are often are so are super specific and it's hard to get like an entire team to be like no, you have to engage this muscle because they're young and they don't understand it yet. Like they don't know, like, 
okay, I'm supposed to engage my hip flexor only, not my quad and not this and not that. Like, they don't understand it yet. And so it's difficult a little bit to convey. They're like, oh, it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, all these things. Um, But it works, man. It works. All the stuff works. Like, I felt the strength. And it was a, it was a really cool, like, in that moment, like, I was like, oh, that could have been very bad. But it wasn't. Yeah. And that's a cool thing, like, to know all the all the knowledge and the, the stuff like i've learned and all the work that you put in this like pays off in a very specific yeah. instance like because you can't measure like oh i'm a little bit faster this month than last month like that's a hard thing to measure on the field unless yeah. you've got like one of those trackers or whatever but yeah feeling a tackle that you're like oh i probably would have got injured in that like three years yeah. ago like that's a thing that you can measure and then you can walk away from it health, like still healthy and like that's a cool thing so yeah 100%. i don't know 100%. You know, no, I definitely agree with that, you know, like, and I know it's out of my own body, you know, um, getting those tackles, you know, like, or doing things, you know, like, that I've that I, that I never done because of, like, being afraid of getting injured, you know, now it's just I can do now, you know, like, and I know why I can do it because I have, I have put the work, you know, I have, I have learned about my body and I have learned about my compensation patterns and I have learned about all the things that my body had wrong. And I made it good now, so now I can do those things, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like there's more things we want to talk about, but I know we both have busy days. If this is one, I'll, this is one question I ask everybody to, to end on, and if it takes us somewhere else, it takes us somewhere else. If it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> we can always do this again in, in, in a few months. Um, the next three to five years, if everything goes perfect like you can you can be king for a day and everything that you write down like that you want happens what's what's the next three to five years look like for you so the three the three or five years next that it, it looks it looks you know like it looks good on paper it looks good on my brain it looks good on my on my mind you know like um, yeah yeah what is it spout it out <laughs> so like um i do want to go to europe you know like I want to take my strength and conditioning um, work to go to Europe, to to go where the actual soccer is, you know, like MLS soccer here in the United States, the soccer is not, you know, like, it's not life, you know, like South America or Europe. So I definitely got to go to a place where soccer is life, you know, like soccer is my life, you know. So um, in the next three or five years, I definitely see myself, you know, like, training a semi-professional team or even a professional team as a strength condition like me the main the main strength conditioning mm. um um coach for that specific for for any specific team but like i want to do it in europe you know like so i see myself that and there and as and also like while i'm working myself to get to there you know like also i see myself here um in the next five years kevin and i having the business develop really well and having 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 made our whole our own platform and having made our all you know um, philosophy for to to say like that where we can people just come to us and and we can you know make a change in the DMB area and and develop as many players as we can and develop you know like um, and give all the middle aged people their movement back and things like that so yeah that's basically what I see myself when it comes to you know like the actual the actual soccer life and when it comes to you know my podcast i see myself you know like the same way you know like i'll, I'll always say that um 
I want to help people. I want to help people change, and I want to help. Like I want to make an impact in someone, not just you know physically when it comes to the actual training, but you know mentally as well. You know, like help help them. You know, um, switch their mindset. Helping you know, like uh, you know, trying to learn about themselves a little more. Help them like find out what they like. What what's their gift in in life? You know, and 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 where they're going. You know, so like. Podcast wise, you know, I see myself, you know, like um, reaching a lot of people, you know, like and changing lives and in and in, in the other part, you know, the soccer part, uh, like I already said. So yeah. one of those things as for right now. For sure. One other last thing for younger players is all these habits that we're talking about now is going to help you when you're done playing, like be able to walk around when you're 50. Like that's one of the another one of the things that or one of my goals is like when I have kids right you want to be able to like help them coach or like be there for them play with them <laughs> and if you can't walk because you've been injured a gazillion times like that's entirely not helpful so all these things will help because the strain we're putting on our bodies now is like it's crazy so to to be able to not need hip replacements and knee replacements and all these things like huge 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 yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Like, um, I would say the main thing, bro, is like, and that just goes for everybody, you know, like not just with uh athletes, but in general, like you need to learn about your body, you know, like you need to let you need to learn what really works for you, body, you know, like something that may work for me may not work for you, you know, like so you definitely need to have that relationship with your body, you know, like listen to your body, you know, our bodies are always telling us something, you know, like mm. Always, your body's always communicating with you. You know the problem that we don't we don't get quiet. We don't listen to it because you know all the noise outside. You know, like we don't really listen to it. But your body's always telling you something. Your body's is telling you to rest. Telling you like to recover. It's telling you to adjust your training. It's telling you to you know to walk a little, maybe a little more to stretch to do more mobility. You know all those things. You know like so that just goes for everybody. You know learn about your body. Learn what really works for you for your body for your own body. And then just, you know, keep making adjustments and just take it from there, you know? 100%. I think that's a great way to wrap it up. Chris, I appreciate your time. We should do this a little bit longer form when we're not constrained on time. Yeah, for uh, sure. At, at some point, just talk about all sorts of stuff. Um, but thank you, man. Where can yeah, the people yeah. find your, your social media, your podcast, all that stuff? Um, well, you can find me in, in Instagram and Facebook as Chris Arana. Chris with no H, you know, C-R-I-S. And Arana is A R A N A, and then you can also look at uh, look at my 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 podcast, which is the Mindset Switch. Um, um, we're probably gonna put the the links below in, in the description so they can they can find me as well. Yeah, hundred percent. All the links will be down there to FC Training Grounds as well. Yeah. Um, hit them up if you've got questions. Um, any last nickels? No. Just, just thanks, just thanks for having me, and um, I'm, I'm glad we, we made this happen. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.